It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello, Penilla. Hey, Dan. Hey. <laughs> Hi. We have action. How are you? Very good. Thank you. How are you? I am honored and excited to have you. Uh, oh. to introduce you to our audience. Penilla is a mystic mentor. I would like to know what it means and what one has to do, what dragons one must slay in order to achieve the moniker mystic mentor. Talk to me. <laughs> you need to get a really sharp sword. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> no, actually, I call myself a self-love mystic or a self-love mentor and a self or and an um, embodiment whisperer. So the, the mystic part in self-love mystic, it comes from, you, you kind of have to live in the mystery of who you are, and that is love. So I guess we're jumping right in here, but there, there's so much to it. And the, the real weapon is, is, is really self-love. And that is probably the most powerful tool that I have in my tool bag for myself and with my clients. And it's a tool that we did not learn that we even had for one thing and then how to use it. Mm. So <laughs> because we have such a tendency to um, go against who we are in almost any way. And that mm. is how I see that we live in duality. Mm -hmm. And if you want to live in oneness, you know, then you actually live in the mystery because the mystery is oneness. And it starts with living in your own mystery of oneness. And the dragons we need to slay is all that uh, self-criticism, self-shame, mm -hmm. hate, all that stuff that really gets in the way. And instead of trying to get rid of these parts of ourselves there is it's so powerful when you learn to make space for them and embrace them and listen to them and when we do then we find out why we have all this self-attack and then it can actually turn the tide and it becomes self-love and then you really step into a whole a whole new reality really mm. So in, from what you're saying, we need to stop fighting these elements of ourselves and accept them and that opens up, us up to love them and then by loving them we can move away from duality into singularity and that's where the power is. That is certainly my experience. Now I'm not going to yeah. say that's something that happens overnight. <laughs> it's yeah, it's exactly. it's, it's a work. yeah, it's, a work. it's work. It's a lifelong work, maybe. And the mm -hmm. the better what I see is that the better you get at uh, making space, allow everything that you are, and I mean every single part that you don't like, that you're ashamed of, that you judge, that other people may have judged, the more you can embrace that in yourself, these parts naturally start softening into 
into love you know you it, it's you're not battling mm. yourself anymore you're, right? you're not forcing love into happen into existence it comes as a natural byproduct of just taking that journey into yeah accepting yourself and moving away from that duality into oneness that that's a good way of saying it because the truth is we already are that love we already are the oneness it's just yes. the you know the misperception or the, the we've forgotten yeah we've forgotten so and since we are made of love why not use quote unquote use what we already are to exactly. come back to ourselves yeah exactly. yeah exactly. exactly i love that i love mm. that your accent is beautiful now i know that you're calling <laughs> we're speaking um transatlantic then you're in california but that's not where your journey started was it no my journey started in denmark which is where i'm from mm -hmm. yeah and then we, yep. I, and then i moved to holland when i was a year and a half and back to denmark when i was 15. so wow. yeah so i've been around and then when i was uh i think in my early 30s i came to california and that's a few years ago oh. now <laughs> one, one or two about that, yeah, maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, I love that. But we, I mean, we jumped right in. We jumped right into um, to self-love. Yeah. We jumped right into um, self-acceptance and how that leads us into love. Yeah. And you did touch on the fact that we're working with clients. Now, I actually um, recently read an article that you read in, I think it's Your Tango. Yeah when you spoke about um, how tr uh, tr trauma, traumatic feelings that people have around money and how that translates uh, into what the physical experiences are around money. Yeah. Now, um, I don't want to misrepresent your words. I'm sure you'll correct me if I, if I slide off on this. Um, but what I wanted to look at, I mean, we can give people the link through to that and sort of other works of yours as well, other written works. But what I really wanted to look at, just, just from the back of my reading that article, was the way that you showed the energetic connection moving from one part of our life into other parts of our life and affecting us in ways that we don't necessarily directly draw a correlation mm -hmm. to. Yeah, yeah. So in your work, is, are there other areas that you commonly experience people um, having this with? Are there other areas where people uh, should be whole? However, because of uh, a traumatic or a, a mismatched energy in one area mm -hmm. of their life, it transmutes over, but they don't necessarily see that connection. Because when people have money problems, like you said in the article, they think, all right, I need to work harder, mm -hmm. do more hours, yeah. and, and put more energy into it. But like you said, there's people that work all the hours of, of the day and they're still having, they've still got money problems. Yeah. So it's actually the root cause was somewhere else. Are, are there other areas that you've seen the same sort of pattern play out? Um, you mean area, other areas than the money? Or, other than money well i think so, well you know when i wrote the article about the money it's it's not my normal focus but i have yes that's I, why i found it interesting yeah and and actually yeah. i have found it interesting too because it's never been something i have been focusing on but uh, i have been uh, trained in some new deeper work which actually mm -hmm. uses the finances as the door 
into what we call, uh, what I could call our uh, limited false uh, identity, or uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it very much relates to the identity that we have taken on from the old paradigm. And mm-hmm. in that, the old, uh, the old paradigm of money. So when I started seeing in myself and my clients how unbelievably powerful that was, it, it was really like we are often sitting like our jaw drops because it just goes so directly to the cause of things and um, in, in a way that I haven't seen before. So when you use the door of money and we in that work, I we we focus on different areas, you know, of the finance. It could be financial trauma, uh, mm-hmm. early childhood money paradigm. Uh, specifically, it comes up a lot around goal setting. Mm-hmm. Because when we actually, I'm writing an article about that right now, about what actually <laughs> happens when you set a, you when set. you set a goal. Um, mm-hmm. you, you're going to run right up against all these um, memories and traumas from the past that will tell you, you know, this is not safe, don't go there. And, yeah. and there are so many things then, you know, something like all the vows we have taken, like the vow of being invisible, the vow of perfection, the, the vow of... Um, um, loyalty to the family yeah. uh, the the vow to never be like the family that's kind of the opposite so yeah, inside fact. of us it there, there we we still have that whole old paradigm in our body in our nervous system and until we really clear that and i know you know plenty about it also because we've mm-hmm. done some similar work in that yeah th- so it, it is so essential but it it really takes a lot of willingness to go and look at these things because they're not always pleasant as we all know but they, yes. they it's like they hold the energy um they hold the energy from it, it the true energy of who we who we are the divine energy which is infinity abundance there is no lack there but it can't move through these narrow bottlenecks that we have in our nervous system because of the fight flight and freeze response Mm -hmm. so unless we really know how to move through that with energy you know a lot of you can do a lot with the energy work but you can certainly also go do it by by consciously and curiously curiosity is a big part of my work like let's go in and find out what is actually going on there and then i i might use a little visualization or something to really take people there directly and what happens right away is that all that trauma all those beliefs all the vows they will show up and then you can see like oh my god i never wanted to be be uh, better than my family for instance you know they struggle so hard and who would i be to be better than them and on the other side you know you're doing all this work like the law of attraction work and you're trying to attract Mm -hmm. more abundance but underneath this vow will not let it through and when you do get close or maybe past that point the set point of your family it's like you you're like, oh my God, you know, the alarm goes off in your yeah. nervous system. And, and you, you end up shutting it down. That's right. And that's, exactly. yeah, that's it. You know that. Yeah, it's amazing. So it's so important to clear that. And the more we can do it with love towards ourselves and not judge ourselves for having done that, then it goes much easier. 
I mean, self-love is, is such an important foundation. Yeah. Um, and I think it's easy. I mean, you touched on people going in to do law of attraction. And this is something that I'm very, very passionate about the misconceptions that yeah. people have about the lazy nature yeah. of the law of attraction. And people forget it's a science and science is work, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, for example, uh, people think, oh, you know, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say a million times, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, and I'm going to get rich. No, <laughs> you can tune into the potential of riches, yeah. but then there is still activity or action that you will end up most likely needing to take in three-dimensional reality yeah. to respond to what's coming towards you. So... Yeah. And one of the things that you may have to do there is to do some work on your energy yeah. and to get yourself into the right receptive mode for those things to come to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, very, very passionate about that. And I'm glad that this is something that's come up in this conversation because for some people, they will probably be better off forgetting about doing law of attraction, forgetting about doing energy work and just basically working every hour God sends in order to try and get abundance or or uh, to, 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 to hammer things out to come into their lives because the work that you have to put in using mental and emotional tools is in my opinion much more it's much more engaging than doing things physically the payoff I think is so much sweeter mm. and the the results uh more wholesome and more long-lasting mm -hmm. but you have to like you said before sometimes what you're gonna have to look at isn't so pretty yeah you know yeah having to accept everything about yourself yeah that sounds like such an easy thing to do yeah but you know if you're 30 40 50 60 years old that is decades of imprinting yeah. that's been happening and you know, those parts of our mind that are in place to protect our view of the world aren't going to want to see that change. Yeah, and the energy and the work that's going to have to go in, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The payoff, yes, it's worth it. Yeah. It's like childbirth, right? Um, I, I not had the pleasure of giving birth to a child by mm. virtue of the fact that I don't have the equipment. <laughs> However, I, 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 was, I was there when my nephew was born and I heard the screams that happened mm -hmm. in that delivery room. I had a completely new respect for people that had given birth mm. um, after that experience. And I spoke to a friend of mine and I was, and she said, yeah, it's the most evil, horrible, painful thing you ever experienced in life. But the joy that you experience when you take your child in your arms yeah. means that you will want to do it over and over again. Mm. Um, and giving birth to the creation of a, a life that we want, yeah. whether it's um, in terms of our relationships, our career, our social networks, our you know purpose-driven life, or whatever, giving birth to that using these tools, yes, mm. there will be birthing pains. Yeah, but the joy on the other side. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you yeah. can't compare, right? Yeah, and I love this example. I actually get truth truth bumps up and down my body because when you talked <laughs> about you know giving birth to a child, it's it, we really are giving birth to our true self, and yes. we have built so many cement walls and harnesses around ourselves, and they're they're tough. You know, we are so protected. Uh, mm. I, I mean, I know it for myself. You know, for I don't know how many years I've been hammering through cement walls of protection. You know, and I can still find areas. And it is it's it's a it's a lifelong job sometimes, but it's it's so beautiful, like you say, because the results. You know, even though you may not give full birth to yourself right away, you give 
birth more and more birth to parts of yourself and little by little you see you know here's a little hand and here's a little arm you know and it's mm -hmm. like oh my god i didn't know you were in there but it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get to see that part and then when that start taking birth what i see so often is like this part that we're giving birth to really has something to offer this world that is new because the old paradigm that we have grown up in and taken on this armor it does not fit the one we give birth to and that's why it's also hard to give birth to your new self if you're not surrounded by like-hearted people because yes. you're yeah you're giving birth to a new self and you go out, get out of like holy cannoli you know what what is this you know yeah my new values do not fit anywhere so it's so important to be surrounded by community by friends who support where we support each other in keep moving forward because if we don't have that and i've seen that many times it's like oh no i'm gonna go back in you know this is not safe <laughs> right but it's but kind of too late and what's that? The, the amazing thing, is, yeah. the amazing thing is that going back to to the cost almost of doing things yeah. this way. Yeah, that's another thing. The amount of people that I've seen um, relationships fall away. Um, yeah. For me myself, my career, I've had a complete and utter career change over the last couple of months. And actually, what happened for me was I resisted it at first, and my entire life turned upside down. Yeah. And it's only when I accepted yeah. that this way of living was no longer in harmony mm -hmm. with what i've created that things start to fall back into place and now every day is joyful for me yeah every day is joyful for me because i've just accepted it but not everybody has the ability to do that right. like i said if you've got if you're married with kids, a good friend of mine she was married two kids and it wasn't her anymore and she ended up falling into alcoholism yeah. and abuse of drugs yeah. in order to try and cope with this oh, reality yeah. wasn't with, yeah. and then coming when she accepted I'm going to take the stand, I'm going to take the plunge and go and commit to this new way of doing things. Mm. Addiction gone, joy wow. through the roof. But it required making the sacrifice of that, um, the sacrifice of the old self, almost putting our old mm. self at the altar. Yeah. And that's not an easy thing to do. So again, it goes back to this misconception that this work is easy. Right. <laughs> it's not, there's going to be work, yeah. but it's worth it. Oh. What's on the other side is worth it and that's something i'm very 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 passionate about um yeah i don't like the snake oil um the, the pollution of, of the snake oil that people try and sell sometimes about this easy peasy yeah. you know bliss in a box mm -hmm. no you, you generally have to go through a crucible mm -hmm. um yeah. but the payoff oh the payoff definitely yeah and you also mentioned you know the cost right because at some point you realize the cost is simply too high and and many people need to come to you know they get sick or they lose their job yeah. i mean the cost gets so high that finally life said okay now now it's time so i'm going to take it all away yeah. and but exactly. we do have the signs where it's just getting more and more painful and we have the choice to make a change but not until we consciously have a choice because as long as it's unconscious we can't really change much but exactly. pa pain yeah pain is a good teacher isn't it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i had an acronym that got given to me actually um we recorded an interview a little earlier and the acronym was pain is pay attention inside now oh yeah so using the pain as um as a a, a warning sign not to be not to freeze up and be scared mm -hmm. but to go into yourself yeah become the watcher sit in the observer seat yeah. see it 
break the emotional uh, energetic connection to it without judging it mm-hmm. and allowing it to pass yeah 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 so it gives you the opportunity to grow from the, the the painful experience as opposed to it bogging you down and then just becoming more emotional residue yeah but you know then and and i totally agree but then it, the thing is for those people who do not know how to sit in that pain mindfully consciously uh, mm-hmm. that's a, see that's a skill that needs to be developed first that's why yes. meditation and mindfulness yes. is of the essence and yes. if you don't have that skill you need to learn it because the mm-hmm. pain is so is too big that if we don't know how to be present we only know mm-hmm. how to resist it and try and get rid yeah. of it and fight it you know and take drugs and alcohol that's yeah. that's all we've known that's what the old paradigm has been about so again you step into the new it's like no here we actually learn to be right there with it and the more loving we can be with it the easier it moves it's this exactly the resistance disappears when you make space for it right so exactly. yeah yeah exactly oh, exactly yeah. but the old paradigm was all about giving power away yeah if you think about it really the new paradigm shift that we're having in the world bit by bit corner by corner is empowerment yeah like taking power back yeah so in relation to this the old paradigm of running to drink running to alcohol uh running to other addictions whether it's sex or whatever um running into the the, the cubby hole of excuses um uh, working more hours to try and make the money that way, uh, running away is disempowering. So when you come back into the position where you're like, okay, I'm going to sit in it, you're taking your power back. Yeah. And that's the power that you can use then to direct where you go with your life here on out, yeah. where you can take the power, you can empower yourself to get through the, um, the growth period. Because all growth has, and pain isn't necessarily a bad thing. This is where, um, I think it's interesting where you can start to look at things from a different perspective, right? Because pain is only bad if you give it that bad energy. Yeah. If you accept pain as a signpost, if you accept pain as um, uh, an indicator, just like um, warning signs, right? That you're going the wrong way. Yeah. Or even a, a notification that it's time to go inside. Then pain can become a part of your power. Yeah. It's kind of like when you resist pain, then it becomes suffering, right? Ooh, yeah, yes. that, that's the connection. So when we don't resist pain, it actually becomes our teacher. And mm. yeah, yeah, it's that whole, like that. that whole resistance thing, you know, I mean, that's been such a big part of my, my message too, that like I, I created this quote unquote formula, it's called the, mm. the all formula, A-L-L, and it start the A is allow instead of resist Mm. right we resist everything so learn to allow and make space and then when you make space and allow it then you can start listening that's the first l you know Mm -hmm. and then you can listen to the pain right and then Mm -hmm. when you listen then you can actually start honoring and loving what this pain needs for you to become yourself so it's there's these steps and yeah uh yeah pain is a big teacher yeah yeah i love that i actually um with uh, God be good, um, beyond stepping beyond intention, my book's going to be out. It's it's scheduled for release in July, but we're aiming to get it out next month. And at the back of the book, I've actually got a section which I call clearing tools, which are tools to clear mm. um, the things that block us and keep us in emotional stuck states. Yeah, I really really like to include that in the encyclopedia oh. with your permission. Oh, I'd like to talk to you about that separately because I think 
that is just a lovely little succinct because everyone responds to things differently and i think this is another thing that confused me about um people approaching a one-size-fits-all thing with like even the law of attraction is that just like languages we all have different languages even in love we have different love languages Mm. um in religion demonstrates the different ways that people have to connect to god the bridges that people connect to god or to the divine in terms of clearing and in terms of dealing with growth and dealing with um dealing with getting beyond ourselves it's not a one-size-fits-all situation that's for sure people need different people have different uh different things that they respond to we all have different personalities character types different experiences which give us different ways of seeing the world and so it's best to find that route that that road that's most in tune with you yeah that bridge to wholeness that bridge to joy that's in tune with who you are yeah and i definitely think that all resonated with me um your all paradigm resonated with me as a tool that people might be able to use in order to get beyond that uh, yeah. thank you for that thank you for oh, sharing my pleasure thank you <laughs> i'm just making a note about that okay. um i'll follow that up with you after so um when i've been doing a bit of research into you um something i saw something about something called a clarity session could you expand a little bit more on what a clarity session is and perhaps how people can even um speak to you about getting clarity session into their life yeah um well it's actually a session that i offer for free because before i start working with my clients i really want to know where they're at so it's it's kind Mm -hmm. of broken up it's like where are you currently at in your life where do you want to be or who do you want to become and what is getting Mm -hmm. in the way right so we're looking at all those three aspects and um, and it's it brings a lot of clarity because I do ask, you know, pointed questions to really find out, you know, how is this affecting you? And, you know, what do you want? And because because we all want to become a better version of ourselves. That's simply part of evolution. But we get stuck in these old patterns and we get stuck in mm-hmm. the, the fear and the trauma and we we don't know how to move through it. And. You know, we all try to do it on our own because um, that's also what we're conditioned to do. Yeah, but, but most of the time we can't. So this clarity session, it's, it's between 30 and 60 minutes. We do it on the phone or on Skype or something. And then we find out, you know, how what kind of support they need and if what I can offer them at the end, if that's something they feel in resonance with. And then yeah. we can decide then, to work together, you know, or not. And it's also from my yeah, end to see, you know, would this person be a good match for the way I work? Because I do work, I like to go deep and uh, mm-hmm. I really want to help people be free uh, just to the next level. You know, we all take one step at a time. So that's just an, a nice way where we could get to know each other and find out what's, what's really going on and where do they want to, what do they want with their lives? But the important thing as well is I think one thing that people can lose sight of is when you're doing work, when you're engaging with people's energy on such a close, in such close parameters, yeah. you're inviting um, a mix, a merging, a, a, a meddling of your energies with yeah. this. And if there's not uh, a good mix, then nobody's being served by that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 
it's just like people, like you said before, about people needing to have the right environment around them because obviously the, the environment that you have around you has a, a, an impact on, on who you are and what you are. Yeah. And if you're inviting an environment um, that's not any good into your life, mm-hmm. uh, then you can end up in a situation where no, you're, you can start to, taking a downward turn Mm -hmm. you can end up in a situation whereby any work that you have done becomes undone and then you can end up having to do double the work right Right. yeah 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 i think it's so important that when you work with somebody that it has to be a good match where you feel safe you know because we we are going to expose things we need to expose things about ourselves that we're not proud of <laughs> and um and it yeah, has it has to be done in a way where it's really safe non-judging no violence you know no shaming it's just and and i mean i'm blessed from also my background as a hakomi therapist which is something i've done for many years which is that is basically what that kind of work is based on it's based on uh, a loving presence and um nonviolence, mindfulness, just yeah. to really create that safe, safe space where anything, and I mean anything, can unfold, you know, from the most sublime to the, the darkest place inside. And every part is welcomed and seen and, um, and mm-hmm. received in a way so it can start, so people can start feeling okay about receiving themselves. Mm. because people often can end up hampering their spiritual development because they get so caught up in what's coming up in the course of the development that they can get into a new stuck state so you can have your the stuck state you come to come and, and deal with or, or the, the 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 trauma or the loop and then as things start to come out from the work you can get caught up in the results of the work and end up not moving forward. Right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, anything is possible, right? <laughs> so, so yeah. And but it's also honoring where people are at. You know, for some, they only want to get to this yeah. place. Maybe what I see many times with the you know quote unquote spiritual people that it can be if they have had certain spiritual awakenings, insights, shift. You know, but there's still some some on some dark places inside it can be very very difficult to own up to that and that's what we often talk about the spiritual Mm -hmm. bypass and that's sometimes yeah and sometimes it seems like that's the heart those can be the hardest people to help move through because there is like it's almost like a vow you know I I can't have that anymore because I have awoken so that can be very challenging and, and really create a safe enough space to know that it's actually okay to have both dark and light inside and how can you mm-hmm. learn to hold both simultaneously right yes. yeah yes. yeah 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 i had a conversation with um um a good friend of mine scott who we've recorded an episode with i don't remember if this was from the conversation we had or whether it's from the compass oh, from the episode because um we had some technical issues and we're, we're having to mix this because the the, the the call cut off a few times but we're talking about um, the fact that you still get angry sometimes <laughs> and what will happen is, is because you get so angry about the fact that you're still getting angry mm-hmm. then what should just be a wave that lasts sort of 90 seconds ends up being something that ends up blocking up your heart center yeah. because instead of you just accepting yeah I'm human sometimes I get angry I'm angry mm-hmm. now I'm observing it 90 seconds later it's gone cool I've seen it is there anything for me to learn from yeah, this experience can exactly. I grow no it's done 
I've observed it, it's cool, yeah. and it's gone. It's You've driven past yeah. it now, right? It's not become a part yeah. of you, it's become a part of yeah. your experience. But when you that gets like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I was just angry <laughs> or, you know, I've got darkness. What is yeah. this darkness? Da, da, da. Instead of say, okay, yep, I accept that. Okay, what can we do with it? Right, we know we need yeah. to love it. How do I love it? I need to bless it. I need to accept it. I need to accept myself, including yeah. Yeah. this part yeah. of me. And then sometimes it, like you said, sometimes it's a lifelong work. Sometimes it can happen in one session. Sometimes it can happen yeah. in two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely agree with that. And it's funny how a couple of the things you said, even like the bypass is something that's come up a couple of times recently um, in conversation as well. Uh, so I love it. I love that the, 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 the threads are, are looping in together. Yeah. And the tapestry is being yeah, created. Yeah, you know, Dan. Another yeah. thing, what I what I wanted to share here is that, for, you know, when you start coming out more with your work, like so many of us are doing, mm -hmm. right? There is a tendency to believe that we need to be perfect in order to even share our message or say we can help people or say I'm an expert in this. There's almost like this uh, this another vow, maybe you know, I can't do anything until I'm perfect, right? And it's something uh, all of us need to look at. And I I have found the most powerful way to uh, soften those edges inside as I step out further into my more expanded being you know to be seen in the world or to be seen in a new way the more I can really own my shadow parts and not be ashamed of them or think you know oh those people shouldn't know that I still have this that that has been a big hurdle for me and others in the beginning and as soon yeah. as I just really owned that, it's like, wow, I have these amazing gifts to offer the world. And I still have some parts in me that have not fully received those gifts yet. And it's really okay because we can't wait till we're perfect to share our work, right? <laughs> then nothing will ever happen. Because part of the journey is, is sharing yeah. that yeah. journey. Part of the journey is sharing yeah. the journey. So instead of sort of holding on to this, this, uh, I don't know this self-loathing, self-doubt, yeah. or whatever. All of that actually is contributing to the reality that there's more work yeah. to do, mm -hmm. in a way. Because when you have wholeness, wholeness and separation can't exist in the same breath. It's just like um, Greg Braden says: you can't bless something and judge right. it at the same time. So one of the most powerful tools to getting through something is just to yeah. bless it. Because when you're blessing it, that gives you that space to step back and witness yeah. it which sometimes is all you need to do you just need to create that space so that you can witness it and witness it in, in, and in witnessing it you can take back your power in the situation and by taking back your power in the situation you can transmute yeah. it because once it's gone it's gone the reality is once the moment yeah. is passed once the now yeah. is passed it's not there that's anymore. right yeah and and who's mm -hmm. blessing it right it's the observer is that's the one right exactly. and the, who is the observer that's who you truly are and that is the energy we we need to just melt and yeah melt more into and and realize that this is who i am so by, yes. by again by using who we are quote unquote using what we are yeah. we expand in that yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. i love that i love mm. i love that all right um how can people connect with you how can people um are we i know your facebook i know that you write i definitely want to put some links to to some of your written material for people to to have the chance to connect with yeah. it uh, well i i do have a website which is 
divinefeminineflow.com. I love that. <laughs> because that's really what I realized about myself. You know, I was not fully in the flow. I was still trying to be Pranilla, and I can certainly still try fit, find places in myself where I want to be in charge, you know, think I need to control it. So it's about, but again, you know, why, do, why am I teaching this? Because I'm learning it, right? And yeah, of course, so, of course. but getting into the divine feminine flow, that's what I, that's what it's about to get off the shore and just go into the, jump into the flow of love. So divinefeminineflow.com, that's probably the, the best place. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the best place to connect. And I have, you know, I have books and uh, I, I blog, um, several times a, a month. Um, so there's a lot of, um, way to, ways to connect with me. I definitely want to, um, in fact, I'm going to make a note that I'm going to, I'm going to connect with you on Goodreads as well, so that I can um, start putting your books on my to read list so that people can connect with them that way. Um, But it's honestly been an honour to share this space with you. This was really random. I I knew this was going to be beautiful. I didn't want anything inorganic with it. That's why I didn't even want us to have an initial call. I just wanted to just jump on and create with you. I love that part. Um, Yeah, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I just love that. I mean, we've had a few times where we've had a couple of guests that get a bit panicky. They're like, oh, but don't you want my talking points? And mm-hmm. shouldn't I send you my press pack? I was like, no, I, I'm, I, I, I'm just going to let the conversation flow. We're just going to have, and sometimes it can be a bit shaky at the beginning. And, but that's authentic, right? It's real. Yeah. And we're, we're having real conversations. Yeah. We're sharing space. We're letting something, um, something just, we're birthing something, right? We're birthing something. Yeah, and yeah. And I, I really do feel a beautiful energy from this. And I really do. Mm. It's my prayer that just, and it's with all of the work that I've been doing now um, on this new path that I'm walking. Um, just one person. If one person listens to this yeah. um, and finds a way back to themselves and finds their way back to love, yeah. one person listening to this finds their way to self-acceptance. Yeah. One person listening to this finds their way beyond that uh, trauma that's tied up in something from their yeah. past. Um, even if they carry one nugget or take one one quote away um, and walks away and, and has a little bit more love, then the job's been done. Yeah, the job's been I done. love that. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Thank you so 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 much. Really, from with all my heart, I thank you. It's been an honour to share this space with you. Mm. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners before we sign off? Well, I want to just say thank you to you too Dan it, it's really I feel deeply touched by your whole energy and what you share here it's really it's just absolutely my heart is just singing so yeah and any last things for the listeners is you know if there's any one thing right now that you're battling in yourself I want to just invite you to feel how that battle or where that battle lives in you usually comes up as something as a sense of discomfort in the body i want to just invite you to take a nice kind breath into that area of your body and just say hello to it you know we always say go away so try and change it to say hello and and do your best to Mm. to listen to yourself because there's a gift in there so yeah Mm. yeah yeah Thank you. And Aww. thanks for everyone who's who's tuned in to this episode of Do It With Dan. Um, I'm going to put the contact information to uh, to connect with Penelia in the description. Do go ahead and have a look at her work. Um, support 
I'm going to share her books on Goodreads as well. It's been a pleasure having you. you. Keep dreaming with your eyes open and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Blessings. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan. Just one more thing before you go, guys. It's really an honor and a privilege of mine to be able to take this time out with you as we publish these episodes of the Do It With Dan podcast series. It's been a long time in the making and seriously, it's my joy and, and life's honor to be able to, to do this. Just one thing I would ask of you, if you could, please, please, please take a moment out of your life. If you've got anything from this episode, just take a second and rate it. Whichever platform you're using, just give us an honest rating, a review if you're so moved. But please give us a rating so that more people can see the quality of what we're putting out every week. And of course, do share with those who you think might get something from the material. Look forward to uh, sharing with you again on the next episode of Do It With Dan.